Hello everyone and welcome back to The Word at Work. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about worry and anxiety in the Christian life. And to help us do that, we're here in conversation with Josie Van Zyl. Josie, welcome to The Word at Work. It's great to have you. Uh, just before we jump in, tell us a little something about yourself. Thanks, Scott. It's good to be here with you. Um, I'm Josie. I'm married and I have two kids. Um, I have a background in psychology and um, I'm currently studying through the Christian Counseling Education Foundation in the States um, and I have an interest in biblical counseling. Fantastic. Mm. Sounds like we're talking to the right person. <laughs> Josie, we're uh, talking about worry and anxiety today. Mm. Um, let's start at the beginning. It's a good place to start. Mm. Uh, what when we're talking about worry and anxiety, what are we talking about? What are these emotions? Mm. So fear, worry, anxiety, they're all universal emotions. Uh, we all experience them at some mm. point in time. Um, possibly now with the COVID pandemic even more so than normal. Um, I think you can break, it, break them down. Um, if we look at fear, fear is often a response to an immediate threat. So there's something in front of you, it's a danger, you feel fearful. Um, but as soon as that threat is gone, you feel a sense of relief and you return to normal. Uh, what happens with worry or anxiety is when that you don't get to return to baseline. So the relief isn't there. And the fear starts to spiral out of control. You have uh, ruminating thoughts go round and round in your mind. Um, and you begin to imagine the worst case future scenarios. So your fear has moved from an immediate threat to a future what if potential threat. Now, uh, we've got a little diagram we're going to mm. put up on the screen now. Mm. Uh, and you might just want to briefly talk us through this. It's from a book uh, by Tim Lane, which we're going to reference at the end. Mm. Uh, just tell us a little bit about godly concern, mm. uh, which is a good thing. And then what happens after that if fear takes hold? Mm. So godly concern would be um, the appropriate response to a fearful situation. So um, your... Uh, um, survival mechanisms kick in, mm. um, where worry or anxiety would be, um, the biblical scholar Dick France has actually got a great definition where he talks about anxiety as being over-concerned for something in this world rather mm. than being concerned with the kingdom of God. Mm. And I think that's great. So something else has captured you captured your heart. Mm. Um, when we go to the place of worry, it can manifest itself in things like PTSD um, or um, obsessive compulsive disorder, um, various phobias, you mm. might have social phobia. Um, yeah. And so it's a bit of a slippery slope. It, it, it goes downhill or can mm. go downhill mm. fairly quickly once you move past the, the mm. godly concern, which is a more of a healthy sure. and, and biblical response. response. Uh, so tell us, Josie, um, how do we experience these emotions, perhaps both physically and then also mm. as part of our inner person? Mm. So, Scott, imagine you're walking down a road and suddenly you turn around, go around a corner and there's a massive lion standing in front of you. What's going to happen is your heart rate's going to become elevated. You're going to get sweaty palms. You're probably going to start breathing really fast. You might even feel a little nauseous. Um, and that's normal. So your brain has has gotten a signal that, whoa, there's a threat in front of me. Your sympathetic nervous system has kicked in, um, causing that physiological response. And it then 
pumps adrenaline through your bloodstream and we, we then have a fight or flight response. So you either run away or you hit the lion over the head. I, I'm the guy who runs away. You run away. Yeah. Well, there we go. So you run away and now you have a really cool story to tell all your mates. So I came across this lion and it was amazing, but I ran away and I survived. You return to normal, right? Your baseline is normal, there's relief. But imagine that that story just continues in your mind. It spirals out of control. Um, and so every time you go around a corner now, there's a fear that there might be a lion or you see a picture of a lion and it brings up all those emotions again. So where your parasympathetic nervous system should kick in and reverse the changes that your sympathetic nervous system activated, um, that doesn't happen. And so you are constantly on a state of hypervigilance or feeling anxious, feeling edgy. Um, it could lead to um, emotional responses as well. So you become angry, you become irritable with people, um, or you withdraw completely. So worry and fear, there's an interplay there between the present and the future. Tell us, just explain that to us as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. So your your fear is based on a present threat. It's happening right now, mm. and your response is, I need to get away from this. Mm. Um, and so you run. Um, where anxiety is a future, a future threat, which it could be real, but it could also be perceived. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay. Tell us a little bit more about where these emotions come from. What do they tell us about ourselves in any given situation? Mm. And, and how can they help us understand our relationship with God better in those given situations? Mm. So we know that emotions come from God. Mm. We are created in his image. We know that God feels emotion. Um, but we also know and recognize that we live in a fallen world that this is a broken world, that there are things that we should be afraid of, that mm. scary things do happen, bad things do happen. Um, and we are broken and sinful people living in this broken, broken world. Um, so as embodied souls, um, we have a physical reaction or physical response to something like fear or anxiety, but we also have um, a heart mm. response. Um, and what happens is that, you know, we can, we can talk about the physical response as being the form. So your blood, uh, sorry, your heart rate increases, breathing becomes more rapid. But then there's also a content aspect of it. So something has become really important to you. Um, and it's something that you are afraid to lose. Mm. You are so concerned of, about losing this thing or this person in your life that mm. you become anxious. And I guess that's where it really starts to connect, obviously, with the Christian life. Because as Christians, we know that God loves us. He's for us. He's created us and redeemed us through Christ. Mm. Um, and yet in those moments where we feel overwhelmed by fear and worry, we can lose perspective mm. on that. Mm. Absolutely. So we know that God cares for us. We know that um, he protects us, he looks after us. We know that he is ultimately in control. But when we are feeling anxious, we want to take back that control. We want to be the ones who, um, we don't trust that God is in control. And so we, we want to take that back. So, I mean, you and I were chatting a little bit earlier. We were, we were uh, talking about how the Bible addresses uh, some of these issues for us. 
Um, we were speaking uh, about the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus in Matthew chapter 6, mm-hmm. very famous uh, verse. I'll, I'll read a few of them uh, for us now. Uh, Jesus says in Matthew 6.25, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? And who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? And then he goes on and says a little later, So do not worry, O you of little faith, saying, What shall we eat and what shall we drink and what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Mm. Now, there is a lot to say about those verses. We don't have time for all of it. Mm. Um, but just um, just start us off by uh, what are some of the observations there that are going to be helpful mm. for us? So I think that the big picture there is that God does provide. Um, and we can trust that. We can know that. So um, God provides even for the birds, um, but he loves us so much more. So why would he not provide for us? Mm. So that's the one, the one big thing. Um, the other thing then also is um, it, it clearly talks there about, well, worry is futile. You know, it's, it's completely counterproductive. You can't add a single hour to your life by worrying. So, so why? So worrying doesn't actually work, it doesn't according work. to Jesus. No, it definitely doesn't work. Um, and then also what I love about that is how it ties in with um, anxiety being um, a fear or wanting to be in control. Mm. In a, in a future sense. Um, Is that verse, so, uh, verse 34 he talks about tomorrow? Mm. So it brings us back into the present. It reminds mm. us, well, don't fear the future. Mm. You know, today has enough concerns of its own and God is providing for you in this moment today. Um, so we can, yeah, we don't need to worry about, about tomorrow. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and, and it's also great, isn't it, where he, he, Jesus refers us to things that we see every day, things mm. that are very tangible and real, like mm. the birds mm. and the flowers of the field, mm. just to remind us that there are objective proofs all around us that we probably overlook most days, mm. that God is in ongoing care mm. of those he has made. Mm. Now, the other verse uh, that we were uh, chatting about earlier is in 1 Peter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 6 and 7. Mm-hmm. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Mm. Mm. So again, there is um, the reminder, I think, that when we're anxious, we, we don't turn to God, right? Mm. We're, we're turning to ourselves and he's reminding us, come back to me, turn mm. to me, call on me because um, I want you to. That's, that's what I want to have that relationship with you. Um, and maybe sometimes as Christians, when we feel anxious, we feel that, well, it's a lack of faith. Mm. You know, me feeling this emotion means that I don't have faith in mm. God. And God's saying, it's okay. And I actually, want in, you in that moment back. is the moment that God is reaching out for you even more. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And so, you know, the the other part of that is the humility aspect. So, you know, you want to be in control when you're feeling anxious, but God is saying, humble yourself. Mm. And in humbling yourself, remember that actually 
you're not in control and that he is. Acknowledge your bro your weakness mm -hmm. to him. That we have limits. We have and limits. And that's okay. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's funny here as well, he, he gives us a because. Because he cares for you. That's mm -hmm. why we cast our anxieties mm -hmm. on him. But wouldn't mm -hmm. we wouldn't feel safe in trusting ourselves in moments of fear and worry to a God who was indifferent or right. even harsh with us. Right. But that's not the kind of God we're dealing with, no. right? No. And I think also, you know, you've touched on something else that we maybe haven't talked about before mm. where um, perhaps there's also a purpose to worry, mm. you know, um, in that it should bring us back to God. He wants us to bring us back to Him. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, if all your worries just disappeared, would you, have, would you rely on Him as mm. much as maybe you should? And in fact, I mean, you mentioned that now, some of the most powerful Psalms of David are the ones where he's in a really tight spot, mm. where he's on the run, mm. where he's scared, where he's despondent, yeah. and he calls out to God. Those are some of the most powerful yeah. um, and emotive Psalms yeah. in, a, in the good sense yeah, um, that really can give voice to a lot of our concerns mm. as well. Josie, just talk us through as we finish up now, what are some of the things that we can practically do in those moments where we feel worry or anxiety starting to descend mm. upon us? Mm. Um, Sure. So I think, you know, when you're feeling, when you're in a state of anxiety, it's very hard to, to be focused. Mm. So the first thing that I would say is come back into the present mm. um, and do that by just breathing. Um, take deep breaths, try to just calm yourself, because what you want to do is you actually want to create a space where you're able to engage with God. Um, and you can't do that when you're, you know, your thoughts are racing all over the place. So. Mm. Bring yourself back, breathe. Um, and then once you've do, done that, I think a, a good place to start is name your worries. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we, we, when we feel anxious, we feel as though, well, there's a hundred things in my mind and they're all spiraling out of control. But if you name them, even write them down, you'll mm -hmm. see that maybe there are only two or three mm -hmm. and they're not that, you know, they're manageable. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing I think is, you know, be aware of your response. So how are you responding when you feel anxious? Are you getting irritable? Are you shouting? Are you getting angry at people? Do you withdraw? What are you doing? So how is it affecting you physically, but also how is it affecting your relationships? Because it's also important, isn't it, that in that, in that uh, moment where we are responding out of worry or anxiety, it's it not necessarily a sin in and of itself, mm -hmm. but it can create sinful responses, absolutely. which which we must be responsible for before yeah. others and before God. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And I think that comes also that comes back to well, what is it that's taken God's place in your heart? Mm. And so that's you know the next step. So think about well, what have I made more important in my life than than God should mm. be? And back to that Dick Franz quote, you know, what is what am I overly concerned about? Mm. Because his love is greater than anything mm. else. Mm. Um, and then, so I think once you've, you've answered those questions, you bring that before God in prayer. Take it to him and say, well, this is what I'm worried about. Mm. These are my fears. Um, but this is how I'm responding. So confess that. Um, acknowledge them and ask forgiveness mm. for them. How, ask God to help you not to respond in those ways. Mm. The final thing is read scripture. So scripture isn't going to necessarily, you know, you're not going to read a verse and suddenly all your worries disappear. It's not a magic bullet. It's not a magic bullet. Um, but I think what happens when we, when we read scripture is that we are reminded of who God is, of his promises. Um, we see them, we read them, we, 
we yeah we just become more aware of them um, and I think the more you have scripture on your heart when you are in a situation which is fearful or making you anxious you can call on on that scripture it's just a reminder for you connects us with the objective truth truth the objective reality of of, of God's character because mm. often it'll mm. make us doubt is God really for me does he really love me is he maybe punishing me absolutely um, but also the objective truth of his promises mm. um, and 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 looking to the future to God's promises is mm. a lot better than looking mm. to an unknown future mm. which obviously creates the fear as we were speaking before absolutely and I think also you know the Bible reminds us that this world is a scary place mm. you know Jesus himself says in this world you will have trouble but take Take heart, I've overcome the world. Josie, it's been great chatting to you. Thank you so much uh, for sharing some of those thoughts with us. And uh, folks, we look forward to catching up with you again in our next episode on the Christian and emotions in the Christian life uh, here on The Word at Work. Catch you soon.